welcome back to the Me in St. Louis podcast. My name is Nick. And I'm Travis. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Balkan Treat Box in Webster Grove. So Balkan Treat Box, ha- you had been there a couple of times, correct? I had been there once to record the podcast, and that was, what, three, four months ago? <laughs> and it took Travis a little while to get there. And we will get into why on the podcast. Yeah. So. Uh, but I went back to refresh, and um, and then one other time prior to both of my experiences going there, uh, my lovely wife, Angie, uh, brought home some, and I had some of that. So you've been a few times. I know that Balkan Treat Box actually started as a food truck. That's right. That was back in 2017. It was started by Lauren and Ido Nalik. Actually, we should say up front, we are probably going to mispronounce a lot of words in this episode. Uh, like more than usual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I apologize for that. And, you know, let us know how dumb we are in the comments. Um, <laughs> we'll just continually get more things we're all going to hope that people correct us in the comments <laughs> yeah. so we get comments yeah. on the episodes. Yeah. Uh, Ida was born in Zvornik, Bosnia on the Bosnian-Serbian border. And Lauren grew up here in South City. Uh, they started their food truck in 2017, uh, right after doing a two-month trip to the Balkans to try the food there. Then in 2019, they decided to open up a full-fledged restaurant. So I, I've heard that their menu at the restaurant is much more extensive than they had at the food truck, mm. which is actually kind of surprising because their menu at the restaurant was actually pretty streamlined. It is. Uh, they have basically nine things on the menu there. They have exactly nine things because I remember ordering the number nine and it was the last thing on the menu. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I told somebody about going and they said, what kind of food is it? And I said, Balkan food. And they said, what's that? And I stumbled and I was like, it's a, I, I, no, it's not islands. It's a, um, you know, I don't really know. Do you know? Uh, yeah, I'm sitting here laughing at you. I've, I have no idea. You might have heard of the Balkan Peninsula. Sure. Yeah. And that is a region that is kind of debatable about what the boundaries of it are. Um, it's basically where the Ottoman Empire was and consists of countries like uh, Bulgaria, Romania, Serbia, Kosovo, and uh, Croatia, possibly, because, okay. uh, you know, because of weird geopolitical things there's uh some sensitivity to even the term balkan peninsula um one because it's not quite a peninsula uh and two because it's this nebulous region around the balkan mountains there so you said the owners went to the balkans are is one of them from the balkans uh yes the ida's from bosnia oh okay so that falls into what we would consider the balkans i think so <laughs> going off of wikipedia yes this is why we're a food review podcast and not a history or geography podcast right before we get into our experience i wanted to look at some yelp reviews yelp Before we even went, this place has been highly reviewed. It is highly regarded in St. Louis. In Yelp overall, it actually has a five-star review, which you don't see a lot of. Usually yeah. you get a lot of four and a halfs at a really great place. But Balkan actually has five stars. So we kind of knew going in that this is a place that people really loved. So 
in that vein, Sarah S. says, I don't know why it's taken me so long to get to this amazing eatery. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. The wait is always down the block. Today, the line was a tiny bit shorter, so my husband and I stepped in for a rare child-free lunch. The line moved at a reasonable pace, and then it was our turn to order. The menu is fairly small, maybe nine items. Yep, she hit that right on the head. I went with the cheese pie and then uh, the amazing dough boat with toppings, uh, which is a really rough explanation of one of their menu items, but actually pretty on point. So she said the food came out within five minutes of ordering, which made the line a lot more easier to deal with. There's a lot of staff running food, cleaning, managing, very well run. Will I be back? For sure. They are only open for lunch now, what makes it harder to get there, but please start to offer dinner. And yeah, she would drop in for carry out all the time if they did that. Yeah, she mentioned uh, child-free lunch. You have to specify at the counter if you want it child-free, otherwise it's cooked <laughs> with real children. No, but one thing she did mention that I think is very important is that they are only open for lunch. We mentioned I had some trouble getting there to much of Nick's frustration, and a lot of that comes from them only being open for lunch and only open until they sell out. Rebecca C. from St. Louis said, unless you arrive a quarter till opening, expect to wait in line. Luckily, the line moves quickly and you have lovely chats with fellow customers about what their favorite dish has been and what they recommend. I quite enjoy my chats with folks while waiting in line. So on the other side of the spectrum, and honestly, it took a little while to find a non-favorable review of Balkan Treat Box. After the podcast, I'll show you how to sort by... uh, star rating (laughs) i mean it took a while as in i had to like scroll twice and then found one yes but shane m says overpriced and underwhelming i was hoping to really like this place with lines out the door and the fact they seem to run out of food often i figured i'd be blown away spoiler alert i was not after waiting in line for 15 minutes we ordered two meals no drinks which came to 31 dollars. hardly a good price for lunch but if it was delicious it'd be worth it Uh, I'll just add this to the list of overhyped places to eat and avoid it in the future. Uh, Shane was the only two-star review (laughs) out of 80. There was one three-star review, six four-star reviews, leaving 72 five-star reviews. I love that you did research to call me out when I found the one low review on Balkan Tree Box. I I did the same thing, actually. Uh, All right. So now that we know what the internet thought of it, let's get into our experience. So yeah, we mentioned the hours. They're also only open from Wednesday to Sunday. I should have mentioned that I also tried to go there another time. I famously have bad luck going to restaurants. Uh, Do you have bad luck going to restaurants or do you have bad luck checking what the hours of those restaurants are? Well, this this was not one of those times. This time uh, we got there at maybe 2, 2.30 and we're told that they were out of food, which they say on the website, they're open until they run out of food or three o'clock. Yeah, they are very clear about that. So, you know, something you can't really knock them for is, you know, they they make what they make. And I'm sure that is an effort to have high quality ingredients and fresh food, um, not serve you something that's sitting around all day. So something to definitely be commended for. Yeah. So when you get there, you're probably going to be waiting in the line. They wrap the line around the restaurant and they have menus on the wall where it kind of starts. Uh, So you're able to pick something up, but then they also have their hosts coming by and handing out menus and asking if you've been there before. So there's an opportunity to look at the menus, which if you're not familiar with Balkan cuisine might be intimidating. I didn't know how to pronounce any of the the items but they have numbers next to them you can order by but once you get up to the front of the line there's actually a large picture mosaic of all of their menu items which helps um, yeah it helps 
tremendously, in my opinion. Like uh, when we were looking at the menu, we were really unsure of what we were going to get. But as soon as we got up to the front, it all became much clearer because you could see like, oh, that looks like something I'd like or that looks like something I wouldn't. And honestly, walking by the tables full of people with their food also helps sway that decision. Yeah. Then also while you're in line, they have some nice artwork in there. Uh, They have this one copper piece that is basically a map of the region. Now I want to go back and see which countries they're actually included in there. But the other thing is a very striking wall that is just a giant mosaic of wood blocks. I actually got a picture of that one, so I can post it up on Twitter and Instagram. Great. Uh, I looked it up, and it's created by an artist named Tim Kent, and it's got these um, blues and greens and reds. It's very pretty, and actually reminded me of another local artist who does a similar technique named Andy Hahn. Uh, it's, does abstract paintings and has gotten into relief and metal, and they're they're very calming and nice. I like it. Yeah, so the de- the decor itself is uh, it's really great. But uh, one thing that I need to mention about my experience before. Uh, we talk about the inside is the outside. Uh, parking is really limited. I mean, you're right in the heart of Webster. So uh, you're talking about a lot of different businesses trying to share a few different parking lots. So on probably a hundred degree day, I ended up walking maybe half a mile to get to the restaurant. They do have a parking lot of their own in the back with spots designated for them. And in my experience, uh, there were people coming and going so quickly that I only had to wait a moment for a space to open. So you're up. saying this is my fault? Usually. <laughs> uh, the first time I went, I had made plans with a friend, and he ended up having to cancel. And because I was doing it for the podcast, I wanted to sample multiple things. I'll get to that. But I ended up uh, ordering three things. And when I sat down, they have a gorgeous uh, table in the middle of it that is another art piece, I should say. It's created by David Stein Furniture. And it seats about 20 people. It's made from one single cut of wood from a uh, beautiful tree. Uh, do you know which tree that was? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Francie fact check. <Yeah. laughs> All the tables at Balkan Treat Box, including that beautiful long communal table, are the work of local award-winning craftsman David Stein. Every piece of furniture he makes is custom-made from American hardwoods that are sustainably harvested from his family farm in Jersey County, Illinois. That's about a half hour from St. Louis. His custom communal tables are available in four choices, cherry, oak, walnut, or sycamore. We think this one is oak and has a natural hand-rubbed oil finish. It's not only beautiful, but it's a great place to enjoy the tasty number six, Balik Ekmek, their grilled fish of the day. Mm. so when when i went i was actually saved by the line because nick was halfway through it by the time i walked in the door uh we try not to eat at the same place at the same time so we can get a different view of experiences but um we went there with a few coworkers and also uh francie from francie fact check was with us as well so it was really nice to get to skip half of that line because uh if i had to go through the whole thing i think my review would have suffered because of it when I ended up sitting down and was waiting for my food, there was I, I was sat at the communal table, and there was a guy next to me who turned to me and said, hey, do you have enough room? And I said, oh, yeah, that's, that's great, thanks. And he leaned back and he goes, I'm not going to eat off your plate, don't worry. And a few minutes later, they come out and put three plates in front of me. <laughs> and he, he turns to me and he's like, okay, I might eat off your plate now. 
So when we went, we were also sat at the communal table. And honestly, I think if you have more than like four people, that's probably where you're going to end up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a nice touch. I mean, kind of feel how you will about communal tables. It seems to be a movement that a lot of people are going towards right now. It's just kind of personal preference if you like that kind of thing or not. So let's get to what we ate. I ha- I have a long list of things, but since I've been there so many <laughs> times now, I started with a number one, the Savapi. Uh, and I got that because it is the only thing on the menu that you can order in a half sandwich. That's got grilled beef sausages in Samun, which is something like a pita bread um, that they grilled there in their, what is it called? Kiln? <laughs> Kiln. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's also got kajmak, which is kind of a tzatziki yogurt thing and onion with a side of cabbage salad if you're going there for lunch i think that's the thing to choose because uh they they are a little bit pricey there other things run around twelve dollars and that'll fill you up yeah so that's actually what our friend jim got when he was there so i got to take a close look at that item um and yeah it really close to it that was weird (laughs) well (laughs) it came with instructions which i think was really strange it did they tell you when you get it how to eat it because it's kind of wrapped in the samoon and you're supposed to pull off a piece of the bread and then make kind of little tiny hot dog out of it with the sausages and you can use the uh, kajmak and the onion but then the cabbage salad they will tell you i think with each of the meals that's supposed to be a palate cleanser and that makes sense because some of the meals are a little bit heavy and having that little bit of cabbage is really nice it's pickled i believe so what else have you gotten in your other visits a number two which is a pita and that's on wood-fired flatbread has cheese of bar, (laughs) kajmak herbs and a cabbage salad on the side they do have their menu online if you would like to see what Nick is actually saying. Yeah. That's the one that you mentioned that was boat-shaped. Uh, I would say a canoe specifically. Mm. And I got that with the Impossible meat because, you know, I'm all about... The- a huge fan of Impossible. Yes. Yeah. It was great. If you hadn't told me it was Impossible meat, it's it's a very seasoned ground beef kind of texture to it. So it's it's mixed in with the other ingredients as well. So I got the number five, which is the Lezik Avika, uh, which is basically the Balkan burger. That is a grilled Balkan burger stuffed with cheese, kajmak, uh, ajvar, uh, somon, and a side of the cabbage salad. And then we also got a order of the rice pudding uh, to split. Yeah, I got that as well. Uh, what did you think of your burger? So... <sighs> I I am really not trying to be hyperbolic. People love Balkan Tree Box. That that was legitimately one of the worst burger patties I I've ever had and you drug me to Burger King. So, um wow. it, it, I know. And you know, it it could have been a bad experience. It could have just been a poorly cooked burger, but it was so dry. And the cheese uh it was cheese stuffed. The second you took a bite of it, the cheese poured out everywhere, like all over your hands, all over the bun. So my first bite was like actually painful because it covered my hands with hot cheese as I was trying to eat it. It is served on basically pita and the pita was really abundant. There was just way too much of it. And then it was also uh, just 
kind of really average that I thought would really stand out to me. Um, but yeah, that, that burger was, uh, it was, it was kind of a letdown with all the great things that I've heard about Balkan treat box. I saw you taking a bite out of it and, or no, I didn't see you taking a bite out of it. I saw you handling the sandwich and you look like the guy in the infomercial that doesn't know how to use a fork. <laughs> you were like, how do you eat this thing? What do I do with my hands? You know what? After that first bite, I felt like that. Cause I was like, I, after this, how do I eat this thing? Yeah. That's probably when I saw you and you talked about your experience. Is it possible that your experience of the food was colored by your day? No, actually it was a long drive, which I will never knock a restaurant for mm-hmm. because uh, proximity is all up to the beholder. One of the Yelp reviews we read, it's walking distance to her house, but the parking situation was a little rough. The line is long, uh, especially for a place that only does lunch. Uh, but all of that said, uh, I thought back to our episode about Soul Azteca, and I thought, you know, I try not to let that wonderful experience like completely shape my view of it. So, uh, no, I really tried to separate myself from it. Um, and actually, my wife said, I took a look at your burger, and it did not look good. She was like, it, it looked really kind of overdone, and, and it was. I don't know if they did that in an effort to melt the cheese that was inside to really make sure that that happened during the cooking process. But when it came out, it, it was uh, really a letdown. I had the chips as well. The chips were basic kettle cooked chips. Uh, and then the cabbage slaw, which, you know, is is really just a palate cleanser. I wouldn't even call that, you know, a side. It really is just kind of a, a slightly prepared cabbage. A slightly prepared cabbage. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it, they don't put a lot of seasoning and things like that. No, on. but to me, it, it, it almost makes the meal. Like, it completes it like you do me. <laughs> uh, so, a bit of a letdown? Yeah, yes. I, I see that. <laughs> I also got a number four La, La Mucan. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't even try on rice pudding. I just said rice pudding. Um, oh, that's a sulija. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the more I say these words, the more I feel like I'm adopting a Klingon accent and I know. not <laughs> not the actual regional accent. But anyway, uh, that is uh, spicy beef and it's got the Turkish wood-fired flatbread, but it's rolled this time. It's kind of like tight, like a like a burrito and sliced. It's got parsley, onion, BTB sauce, which I'm not sure what that is, but it's it's got kind of a southwestern flavor to it. Sumac salad and cabbage. Uh, it's a little bit hot. Like everything there in my experience has been spicy, but not hot. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say BTB sauce stands for Balkan treat box. Mm. <laughs> you might might be right. So I'm guessing that's their homemade sauce. Uh, but this one was a little bit hot, uh, not overwhelming. Your wife also got this. Did you get to sample it? Yeah, she let me try it. And um, honestly, it tastes like a Taco Bell burrito in the best way. You know, uh, it tastes like, uh, you know, you, you always like to call back to like filet of fish sandwiches. Yeah, and, I always uh, like to call back to yeah, filet chicken fish nuggets sandwich. and things like that. So I'm going to call back to join Taco me. Bell burrito here yeah. um, and say that, yeah, it, w- it was really tasty. Um, it, it was good. And then the last thing that I've tried is the number seven Patlizan. I think that's their only thing on the menu that starts vegetarian. I know when you get to the counter, you can order either vegan or vegetarian, and they'll make anything like that. Um, This was really good. I don't usually go straight for the veggie eggplant option, but listen to these ingredients. The eggplant itself is wood-fired. It's in Simone. 
It's got cheese, cabbage, cucumber, tomato, pickles, egg, herbs, pistachio, kajmak, apricot, pomegranate, molasses, and a side of chips. It is a really nice flavor profile. So, like, what do they serve that on? Is that kind of like a sandwich or? I I think that's kind of folded. I had that a while back, so I'm not sure if I remember that very well. Because um, I'm usually not like a vegetarian type person, but uh, when I saw the ingredients list of that, I almost ordered it. Actually, when I went up to the counter, I was between the number five, uh, which is what I got, the Balkan burger, and then the number one, which you described the little sausages. Uh, you tear off, you make your own little sandwich. and um, So I was between those two items. And mm-hmm. um, upon the recommendation of the employee at the counter, I went with the Balkan burger. That jerk. <laughs> I don't know if I said this, but I would say if you're going there for the first time, the P-Day is the, th- the thing to start with. That Oh, you really should have told me that because I was going there for the first time. <laughs> From what I understand, that's one of their most popular things and came from the food truck and you can get that with your choice of of proteins and it's it's just a good blend that is a crowd pleaser i think we didn't go into the rice pudding uh that had pistachio and rose petals on top of it it's very pretty i don't like rice pudding (laughs) well you ordered it anyway yeah (laughs) it's one of those foods uh, my dad will always try a food and check to make sure he still doesn't like it. And I never knew if he was kidding or not. And I've found myself doing the same thing where there are certain foods, um, olives. I keep eating olives. I've never really enjoyed them. But anyway, this was good. It's mostly the texture I don't like. Yeah, the texture is really strange if you don't know what you're getting into. I mean, it is rice pudding so yeah. it is pudding with basically cooked grains of rice in it yeah um and not taking that into consideration i also thought there was a lot of lemon in this I so ours was that. like a lemon bomb it, it seemed like they had kind of uh they had tried to zest a limit over it and maybe just put way too much in there hmm. um but yeah texture aside which you know a texture of a food is what it is and if you don't like that you shouldn't order it but um yeah, the lemon flavor was just like a kick in the teeth. I only had like a few bites and I, I was done. Interesting. I didn't notice that at all. And this makes me think back to last week's episode where you thought the salsa tasted like Sprite. And I think this might be a you thing. <laughs> There's some sort of uh, like cilantro people have a certain gene. You have some gene that makes you taste a uh, lemon lime flavoring well i do chase everything i eat with sprite so maybe <laughs> yeah i i really like try to pick up on flavors i'm you know i'm a big wine fan which part of the fun of wine is trying to pick up different flavors within mm-hmm. what you're tasting so when we're out trying different things i really try to pick up on what are some things that they've dropped into this that maybe they don't put on the menu or like um it's supposed to be just kind of a nice flavor surprise and uh sometimes it's a surprise and sometimes it's a a real big shock i really want to hear you as a sommelier talking about notes of sprite in the wine (laughs) all right we're gonna do some final reviews but before that let's take an ad break who is our first ad earnestly emma uh emma is a south city st louis resident who likes to share a south city st louis resident do you know her no Hmm. well you should check out her blog which she describes as a kaleidoscope of life. Uh, she writes about fashion, food, health, 
St. Louis and beyond, uh, which I'm assuming is far right leaning political views and conspiracy theories, but I don't know for sure. I haven't been following her for very or long. Or slightly north St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think the Beyond refers to she's recently traveled to New York and California, where she brought back some of her fashion finds that she got there. Is this like how you traveled to London and now you want to do a whole episode about London food on our St. Louis food podcast? It's a special report, Travis. (laughs) So she hits both coasts. And everything in between, which is South St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's also been to Independence, Missouri, where she went to Three Trails Brewing Company. She rode in a covered wagon on the Pioneer Trails Adventure, and she visited the Harry S. Truman Library. Hey, do you know who said, it's amazing what you can accomplish if you do not care about who gets the credit? Is that Harry S. Truman? I'm not sure. She also finds local spots around St. Louis, like Fiddlehead Fern Cafe. Have you been there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have another ad. Fiddlehead Fern Cafe is located in the Shaw neighborhood near the Botanical Garden where the owner, Darcy Hine, also worked as a photographer. It's a beautiful building. The restaurant is outstanding. They have some of the best, like, fancy toasts is what I'll call them in <laughs> in the entire city. And um, her, uh, her boyfriend actually owns Savage. Uh, which is another restaurant in St. Louis that just opened, which we should also review. Uh, they have espresso drinks, shrub sodas, coffee, wines, and cocktails. And if you're hungry, they have soup, salad, sandwiches, and baked goods. And on the weekends, if you want to go, they have a bluegrass brunch. That sounds awesome. I'm going to go on a weekday. So to keep up with what's new and happening in St. Louis, go to earnestlyemma.com and check her out on Instagram at earnestlyemmablog or Facebook and Twitter at earnestlyemma. Wow, that was a great ad. <laughs> Our best one yet. Oh, man. All right, let's get to the reviews. All right, do you want to go first or do you want me to oh, go first? Oh, no, I've been waiting for this all week. <laughs> Give me that review. All right, so I already told you about the burger I had. It was really overcooked. The, the cheese, it vacated the burger immediately. So that was rough. Chips were okay. Cabbage salad was okay. Uh, rice pudding, uh, lemon balm. It, it was a lot outside of the actual experience that made me really like question you know what my review would be on this place Mm -hmm. so my wife brought up a good point um and she said if you are going to talk about uh the the structure of the restaurant so only open for lunch they're open until they sell out uh that's what made it really hard for me to get there she's like would you knock pappy's for the same thing so pappy's is a very popular barbecue restaurant in st louis um and people love it the food is amazing they are also only open for lunch and only open until they're sold out that is a great point travis's wife hannah i agree i hannah like the similarities are actually kind of stunning because the line is also something that you kind of have to accept when you go to Pappy's. So um, there's no way around it. Yeah. Like you are going to be standing in line. It moves fairly quickly. They will find you a table when you're done with it. But just like Balkan Treat Box, the line moves quickly. They make sure you have a table when you're out of line. Like, But just for comparison, if you've been to Pappy's, it's, the line isn't that long. Like uh, Pappy's is like a 45-minute, hour-long wait on the regular. Yeah. You're probably going to get through this line in 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, a line basically out the door 
Um, yeah, it's very comparable. And, you know, honestly, it's a place that is only open for lunch. But if you work a kind of nine to five and you have an hour for lunch, you really need to think about whether or not you have the time to do this. So definitely don't try to squeeze it in between a meeting ending at noon and a meeting starting at one because you're going to be late for that one o'clock. Um, all of that being said, uh, I have to give this my first one star review. Wow. Yeah, I know. And you're out of 80 people on Yelp. You're the jerk giving it a one. You, I, uh, I had a one star experience. And, you know, I have to say one of the reasons that like the hype does play into it. Like everyone loves Balkan Treat Box. Everyone talks about how great it is. It is five stars out of 80 reviews on Yelp. There's nothing but positive press around this place. It has been written up in every single food review magazine there possibly could be, and everyone loves it. And I was so let down by my experience. The you know experience itself, I kind of coached myself into dealing with, but then the food was such a letdown. Like it, I, you know, I always try to talk about my experience and like would I take friends there or if friends were going there, would I try to talk them out of it? If friends said they wanted to go to Balkan Treat Box, I would say let's go somewhere else. Like it, it's just not, it's not great. What what I had, and I I will always caveat it with that is the experience I had was a one star experience, and I feel bad for saying that. But you know our podcast has little to no influence, so that's okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to sink this place by giving it a one star review, especially when everyone else gave it five stars. Uh, I'm sure Nick is about to give it four or five stars. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it, I, w- I was just really disappointed by it to the point where I don't even know if I want to go back and give it another chance, uh, even though I'm sure it would be amazing if I ever tried it again. All right. I'm not going to bury the lead here. Five stars. <laughs> and of I, course. Of I, course. My first one star review is Nick's five star review. It's my first five star review, I think. Um, I want to be 100% clear. This is not me i had already chosen this i told angie the other night i have a feeling we're going into this and travis is trying to decide between one or two stars and i'm trying to decide between four and five and i decided i thought the food was amazing it's a little bit pricey it's for a lunch place it's a it's on the high side of what i want to spend for lunch yeah sure but like you know price is another thing that i feel like you can kind of base that off before you go right and so you know if if somewhere's gonna charge you know 13 14 bucks for a lunch plate that that is a little high but you can also look online and know what you're getting into before you ever set foot in the restaurant right and 72 people give it five stars and so (laughs) when you have it you're like this is a worth the money i found that the communal aspect of it i appreciated i love that these the, the creators of this place started with a food truck they built a restaurant they're bringing a flavor that while not completely unknown it's got kind of a mediterranean feel it's still something new and people are coming out in droves for it and i love that i can't wait for them to expand their hours and open a new restaurant and this is i also can't wait for them to expand their hours because maybe i could go again yeah, so we're, we're I'm I'm five stars. I, I I'm like kind of a shocked by I, five stars. I'm ashamed of you. I <laughs> we're gonna have to put a two point five on Yelp. You you gave Twisted Ranch a four, so you can't be disappointed in me for giving <laughs> Balkan Treat Box a one. I'm also ashamed of your Twisted Ranch review. So. <laughs> 
So we're we are divided here, obviously. But let me remind. No, you. wait. I want to dig into this more. I'm I'm not letting this go. I'm. I want to know, at like, what what about this was five stars? You said the food was good, but we've been to a lot of places where the food is good, and you wouldn't give it a five star. No, I said the food was great. It is. <laughs> so good i like i said I've what, had... what about it i you know i told you everything wrong with my burger i uh-huh. went down the list i want you to tell me what did you like so much about what you got the bread first of all is at the forefront of their meal uh like i said it's kind of like a pita but it's a little bit lighter it's got bubbles in it and it is served in multiple ways where they either tightly wrap it or they put it around like your burger it wasn't two buns it enveloped the burger correct is it yeah, like yeah. like too much enveloped the burger. Uh, I didn't have any of that, so I, I can't speak to that. <laughs> but they prepare it in a variety of ways, is what I'm saying. And every dish that I had there, I you know, if I go back, I don't know which one I'm going to pick. That's the thing, and I'm I'm trying to decide between three or four things that I love, not three or four things that I. I'm okay with. So like the limited menu, kind of like the only open for lunch to me, it's a gamble and it's a gamble that totally pays off. If you're someone that, um, you know, your spoo- your food is almost a special occasion. So, um, you know, I can't get, get in there for lunch and then make it back to the office, but I'm going to make sure on a free Saturday or if someone comes into town, I'm taking them there for lunch because they have to try this. And that was not Balkan. Like right. th- their food just wasn't that you, chose to leave at noon from across <laughs> town like we're at other Whoa, side no, of the no, town no 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 i am not knocking them for that I, I know i'm just just to clarify if somebody is remotely in the area and it takes 10 minutes to get over there then you're going to be back in time to do your work sure yeah yeah but i just think that they had a lot of kind of amazing food approaches to their Mm -hmm. restaurant. Um, You know, being comfortable with a line out the door, um, only open for lunch, only open until they sell out. And I just feel like their food did not back it up. And especially with the limited menu, every single one of those things should be incredible. And with what I had being just so subpar, it it was just such a, like a heartbreak. Cause I, I really thought like, you know, having a rough experience getting there, which once again, I did not factor into my review. I thought, well, at least when I get in here, I know this food is going to be absolutely incredible. And it, it was, it was, you know, it, it just wasn't prepared. Well, Hmm. well, another thing that we didn't mention is, uh, St. Louis has a large Bosnian population Hmm. and everyone knows how much you hate Bosnians. So that probably (laughs) factors that out. I mean, seriously, come on. All right. It Uh, it might just be a rumor, but I've read it on multiple websites. God. No, I, I don't want my one-star review to be, like, colored by anything but, like, the food that I ate and the food that I ate was one-star. I do believe you think that, but I think that what was actually coloring your opinion was the, was the trip. And, like, I, you know, we can't argue about this because you you tried to resist letting that affect you, and I hear that. But I feel like even the effort of trying to resist that added to your frustration and anger and you just didn't want to be there and Francie was there and you hate her as much as Bosnia <laughs> so I can't believe I I think you should go back when you have the day off uh, get one of the other things that you weren't try the P-Day um, enjoy it 
set yeah. out on the patio. This this is one of those, and I haven't talked to you about this, and I, we haven't talked about this before. But I would almost do a redemption episode on this. All right, and we I, will. When I you would realize try you're wrong, Balkan Treat Box again uh, to see if my opinion changes because um, with so much positive press, so many people love it. Um, I would definitely you know give it another shot. All right. So look for that in the future. In the meantime, uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on the podcast app thing. And make sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram. You can get pictures of the incredible mosaic uh, that we saw and the... And um, the mediocre food. Yeah, and the (laughs) mediocre food. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. And uh, tell Mitch I said hi. Bye.